welcome to the Birdhouse podcast, where we talk about how to build a business, how to become a better version of ourselves, while we strive to fly up to the higher skies. My name is Alexander Guller, the CEO of the Birdhouse Agency, and I'm your host for this podcast. Welcome to the Birdhouse. My name is Steven, and we're starting a podcast today. We're going to just do general introductions and get to know us and who we are and what we do. So my name is Steven, and I have Alex or Alexander here with me. I'll let him introduce himself. Hello, guys. I'm Alexander. I come from Scandinavia, which is a different part of the globe. We are business connections, and I'm very delighted that he wants me on his podcast. And uh, this is actually also my first podcast, so uh, I uh, hope you will like it. And uh, yeah. I'm yeah, very excited to be here. We're both just learning, so this will be kind of pretty rough episode here in first few episodes, but we'll learn as we go. So what got you into your business and just describe what it is for us? All right. So for me, I was always upset with the idea of financial freedom, which I actually found out is motivated by by my motivation of being a father. I always wanted to start a family. I always wanted to be a dad. And I figured if I want to be able to be the kind of dad I want to spend as much time as I think necessary to spend that with my kids and my wife, I need to learn how to be more financially stable. So since a long age, I was uh, not a long age, but since a, a young age, I was always interested in business and numbers and trying to figure out how could I make myself financially stable so that I don't need to work a nine to five job with a certain salary, but find out how to make more money and how to elevate myself and my own skills so that I can make that potential future for myself. So yeah, and this is one of the ways of I think, and I think it's proven to be the right path. So yeah. It's awesome. And I do similar business as T does. And so we both did training actually through Jason Capital and we're kind of focusing on different areas of the program itself. So I'm going more of website, social media area, and he's going more, correct me if I'm wrong, the virtual assistant route with that and getting automation for clients. Is that correct? I guess you can say that. Yeah. I try to do mostly lead gen doing Facebook ads, Google ads and social stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. And how do you choose your name with the Bird Box Agency? Birdhouse Agency, sorry. Birdhouse, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Actually, I had a really tough time making up the name. I got a amount of ideas, but none of them will stick. So, stuck. so actually, I went out for a walk in my garden, in my parents' house. We have a birdhouse, like up in the air, like in two or three meters high. And it was always so special because it had like 18 spaces so it was like a really wide and big one i think we had it for like the last 15 years maybe 10 15 years so i just think that was really iconic for for where i come from my my parents place and i just think uh, also later i got onto the idea of like birds making people fly up above the skies so that also became one of the things so uh, yeah that's awesome. So I'll tell a little about myself and then we'll get into each other's yeah. backgrounds and all that kind of thing. So I'm Steven and I'm with Winning Capital. And why I got started into this was I was kind of stuck at a job that I was I just had some disagreements with owners and wanted to expand from there and kind of be my own business owner. I've tried to do woodworking in the past, but 
with COVID and some other things, getting moving from my parents to my own place, losing my shop and things like that, I was not able to get that successfully started. And so I was doing IT all throughout that. And I went from an IT help desk level one to level two to IT manager. And when I was the IT managers for more of a startup company and just disagreed where it's going. And I saw this opportunity from Jason, I think it was on Instagram. And I just kind of went from there with getting signed up and really enjoyed how he had it set up and the way that we were able to scale, especially with partnership with our agency. And with that, it kind of, as soon as get a few clients, I want to actually make this a passive income source for me and go move on to different other business opportunities that I have that I need some funding for. And how I chose my name, it's just my last name. I just put a little pun in it. My last name's Win, And so I did winning. And I was like, okay, what's a good word to pair with winning? Because eventually I want like winning corporations and have all my other sub companies under there. But I was like, well, Jason Capital, winning capital. And it's like, well, that fits. And so I love that. Um, I love that. Nothing too complicated. And also thing like winning, winning as yeah. winning and losing. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that. And so it's just a fun little play on words that yeah. I thought would be be enjoyable. Okay. So tell background about like kind of where you grew up, what your interests are, and all of that kind of thing. Sure. So I'm 19 years old. And last summer I graduated from um, the school, which I think is a bit higher of level of high school i think so i'm 19 i come from scandinavia more specifically in denmark and i come from the city called billund which is the hometown for lego the lego bricks so that's actually pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, and, awesome. yeah and as a city we are only about 8,000 living in the city and um, we got the country's second largest airport we got legoland we got what is called lelandia which is also i suppose you yeah. Also as Legoland, but like with also houses and stuff like that, we have mm-hmm. a world park, which is also an adventure park. Like it's just a great city compared to its size. So that's where I come from. I explained earlier, I, I am very interested in financial and business ideas and how to do it. And I think that also comes from my dad being an, an entrepreneur, starting you know, his own uh, business. He's a used car salesman uh, and has been there for the, the last 30, 40 years. So um, he's got some experience on his back. And I think that is also what like kind of pushed me into this way of trying to start my own company and a company and such. So, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So following that up, I'll tell you about myself. I'm 21. And so I graduated high school about equivalent of what he did. U.S. and Europe have two very different schooling systems yeah, after elementary school, middle school area, especially in high, it, correct me if I'm wrong, especially in high school, it splits off into yeah. three different categories. Yeah. We have one that's more uh, specific in business. We have one uh, which is more science and one is more general, which has uh, like chemistry and more more academic as a thing you can say but yeah the science so, is also academic uh, yeah equ- about equivalent here in the u.s would be like the ap honor students the tech students and then just the regular high school students yeah. so even in the same high school everyone kind of splits off into their own groups we have different levels of courses so like for myself i was kind of in all the groups mm-hmm. oddly enough so i did plenty of woodworking metalworking did robotics all of that but i was also in in like honors and college level math 
in science and everything minus English. English, I was in more in the just regular. Sure. But that's also just because I have dyslexia and some other just reading oh. issues. But I didn't even figure that out until later high school because I learned how to deal with it so well that we didn't know that what was going on, why I wasn't oh, reading. Good job, mate. Got you, man. Good job. Yeah. But on whenever we had to take, do you guys do standardized tests like ACT, SAT, or? We have tests and standardized tests, but I don't know those terms. Yeah, so we have tests that allow us to basically for colleges to be like, okay, you take these day-long tests that have three different sections. So this is just the ACT, SAT is slightly different. You have a reading section, English section, a math section, a science section. Yeah. And how well you do on that, you get a max of 36 points. And with that, with my dyslexia, I was trying to get help on my English reading because I'm really smart when I don't have to read it myself Mm. when I'm listening to it. So I was trying to get help on the ACT, but the lady who diagnosed me with dyslexia didn't get my papers in time for me to take the test. (laughs) Oh, that sucks. So she sent it like the Monday after. Yeah. So, but like my math and English were in the thirties on the scores and then my, or math and English, math and science were in the thirties. And then my English or reading were like in the teens, which is not an amazing score. Like thirties is like really smart here. And then twenties is kind of where the average is mid twenties. And then when you're in the teens, you're kind of like, okay, you're an average to lower student. Oh, well, so in Denmark, we have the, the school system, the system where nine years of school is uh, mandatory. And after that, you go to a youth education. And the last three years of the, the ground school, uh, they test you and see if you are okay and stable enough to start on the youth Educations and as I explained earlier, we have a business, we have a general, and we have a more science. But we also have like the uh, specific jobs, um, like carpenter. Um, or, yeah. Oh wow, uh, the words uh, word, words escapes me right now. But uh, carpenter, welders. Yeah, yeah, like that, like that. The the trades. Yeah. So we you can also specify those. I, I went to the general one, and that is one the one that I actually uh, graduated from. So uh, glad to do that. It's good. It's quite fun as well. That's awesome. Sorry, I was sending one text here. Okay. And I guess finishing off background about myself as we went on that tangent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I also love to do sports. Basketball is my absolute favorite. Up until high school, I was one of the top people in my town on playing the sport. And then I had some injuries. Unluckily, couldn't play in high school, but I still coached, coached some kids that another coach came and approached me. He's like, hey, you want to do this? And I said, why not? So up until this last, about three months ago, I coached kids for about four or five years. It just came too much with traveling back and forth where I live and where the basketball team is. Mm. Other than that, just kind of been doing IT and then getting into the business. And yeah, so I think that kind of sums up close to who I am. Yeah, sure. Okay, so let's go into what's your biggest win this last week? I know you're about to tell me about your little bit about the deal that you were getting. Yeah, I think my biggest win. I right now I'm trying to hire more employees so so that I can outsource some of my works. And I think I, I got mm-hmm. landed a pretty good deal today. So I'm I'm really happy to to start working with this guy. Uh, so I think that is definitely the biggest win. I still have to set up a more um, so he he knows what to do. But I think that's a big win. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So my biggest win this week is I'm wrapping up it, or at least 
finalizing a deal that I've been working on for the last little bit. I got connected with this lady when I was setting up my business account and she wanted to start her own business that trains other people how to do business. And so this is specifically Laser Lipo. So she wants to train women to be able to start their own business. So she wants to be the training aspect of that. And she's looking for a resources outside of just the training of the technician part. She wanted to set up the whole business. And so she approached me and said, Hey, I know you do full scope marketing. Do you want to partner with us to help get them up and going? Mm. And so I'm helping her get her stuff all settled. And then here in the next month or two, they're going to start training for other ladies to do this. And with that, I will be any business package that they sell. I will be wrapped in with the marketing for that. Oh, Great. And so they want to, their goal is to get like two to three people a week kind of thing to train and do webinars or in-person training and all of that. And so if that happens, I will be able to scale huge. Hopefully then I'll be able to get account manager and some other people to put in place in the company. Sounds good. Sounds good. It's definitely again about getting the cash flow. Cash flow is the name of the game. It's always been. Yeah. You have got cash flow, you can do a bunch of funny stuff. <laughs> Just put it like that. Yeah. As soon as you get enough income to cover your basis and hire somebody, then that's when the business hugely just grows. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you're, yeah. When you're not alone anymore. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. What's your biggest loss that you had this week? So I think my biggest loss, actually, I know I already prepared for this talk, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so actually, I do not know. I think my biggest loss is right now I'm on a meal plan. I, I try to get my body in shape. So I have a very strict diet and I train five times a week and go 8,000 steps a day. My biggest loss is this weekend I ate way too much. I made too many cheat meals. So that's probably the, yeah. the biggest loss. And I, the worst thing about it is like, it just sets you back so much. So yeah, that's definitely my biggest loss. So my biggest loss this week was probably, there's just a couple of days where I didn't do much. I wasn't kind of feeling the best. It wasn't like I was feeling like always sick, but I just was kind of in that in between where you just don't feel well and don't want to do anything. And because of like where I am and what I do, I can do that where I just have a day or two where it goes, okay, I literally can just play in bed or play on the game uh, computer and play games or whatever. And there's kind of two or three days where I kind of just wasted there. And I was like, well, this after looking back on it, I was like, well, that kind of sucked. I felt absolutely unproductive. And yeah, so that's probably my biggest loss there. I'm sad to to hear it. Yeah, but we've also had a lot of weather change here. And so with that, it's kind of just got my sinuses and headache and all of that. Mm. Also last night, probably, doesn't help that I ate a full pizza for a competition. <laughs> what did you at least win? Like, oh, 100%. Okay, okay. I would not have it's ended bad, up if I didn't know I could win. Uh, okay, okay, sure, sure. Did I feel awful last night for about four hours after? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it was also cheap pizza where oh. um, the crust, the crust was just dry. Oh. And so my mouth is still dry from eating that pizza last night. Oh. <laughs> and like throat is a little bit dry. So like I'm going to have to drink more and more to compensate for that. Oh, wow, man. <laughs> but, but yeah, and at, it, at wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't just like, oh, it's a small pizza. No, it was a pizza. Yeah, yeah, like a, a real pizza. Like a, It's a large pizza here. Okay. Oh, right. fair enough, fair enough. So yes, yeah, so it was about 13, 14 inches wide. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 
right, yeah, that's not good. Like anybody yeah, yeah. focused on health and body and stuff like that and keeping your like, emotions. Luckily, I didn't have that. another dinner on top of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I didn't know because I'm in a actually in a fraternity here because I live with a bunch of college guys. I'm in a fraternity and we do competitions for our little like cell groups. And they said some guy just brought in a bunch of pizza and said, hey, who like choose the person who can eat the most in your group? And everyone turned to me. <laughs> It's hard to keep up with that reputation. <laughs> I absolutely destroyed everyone. Oh, it's like next closest person had about three slices left to me. So there's 10 slices total. So next person had three slices. The person after that didn't even need to finish half the pizza. <laughs> And the last person finished like two slices. Wow. How fast do you fucking eat? Like, where is <laughs> When I need to, I can finish anything like that. Sure, sure. Did you win anything or was it just for fun? Uh, we won points for our semester competition. Mm. So each week we have a different competition. Like last week we played Kahoot. This mm. week we did pizza eating competition. I don't know what next week's going to be, but they should send out what the activities are going to be so I can actually prepare. <laughs> Especially if there's another eating one. Yeah. Because I'll be... I'll be shoved into it. Like, yeah, it's difficult. You have to uphold that uh, reputation. <laughs> it's easy points. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, what's your biggest lesson for this week? The biggest thing that you learned? All right, so... Um... Saturday, some of my friends who are studying um, chemistry and such came back to my hometown and uh, we spent the night together. And when I got home, instead of going to bed, which uh, was like 12 p.m., I spent up the night and was on my computer for like two hours, two to three. And I had to be up at, I can't remember, I think it was like eight in the morning. And that just destroyed me because there was a problem with my alarm. So I woke up at six o'clock and then seven o'clock and I just woke up a bunch of times. So I think the biggest, and it just kind of like delayed my day, I broke my day. I couldn't do it. Any, I didn't do shit that day because well, what I had to do filled the whole day and since I woke up very late to like rush to that thing and I didn't have anything uh, any time left after that so like the biggest lesson is control your, your sleep rhythm because otherwise it fucks up the next day as well and that's very true it's like having one fun evening for the price of two days it's not a good exactly trade not a good trade yeah yeah how many hours of sleep do you usually get a night i try to peak at the eight and a half so preferably i want to go to bed at 9 30 9 30 10 <laughs> and wake up at 6 a.m in the morning so yeah yeah that, that's that's my goal um so yeah that's good Yeah, I have a little different sleep schedule than you do. Sure. I get about three to five hours of sleep a night. Oh, that's a little low, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's 100% low. But yeah, so I actually have a medical condition on top of what everything else I have that messes with my adrenaline and cooling down system. So when I'm asleep, I get really good sleep. And so I don't need as much sleep throughout the day. Because basically my body exerts, even if I do absolutely nothing, my body exerts so much adrenaline, so much energy that when I go to bed at night, after I get my body to relax and fall asleep, the three, four, five hours that I'm asleep, just absolutely just is very good sleep. And then I'll wake up. So I try to get bed around midnight and I'll get up usually around five or six. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, and with that, it just allows me to get, I guess, I also feel like I can get more throughout the day done. And a lot of people are always complaining about not having enough time. I'm like, okay, if you don't have enough time, just cut an hour of sleep or cut an hour of social media or cut an hour of playing video games. Well, yeah. And also like try to wake up earlier. I know I'm not as productive in the evening as I am in the morning. I have not met any person who are more productive in the evening than the, yeah. the morning. Like if you get shit done, in the morning you have a great day this is similar yeah absolutely i know a lot of people who get their energy bursts in the evening but even with that it says okay you still have to get up around the same time each morning and get something done to get your day started right even if that's just getting up and brushing your teeth making coffee and reading a book or something like that yeah and also like the problem with having a burst of productivity in the evening is like you have to go to bed Mm-hmm. If I get a burst of productivity in, at say 7 a.m., like I have still like 12 hours before I go to bed. So yeah. I have a lot of time to really work that out. So that's really uh, also one of the reasons. I think uh, morning routines, during, like, do you have a specific one? Yeah, so I have actually my morning routine is a little bit long. And so I spend about 30 minutes right after I wake up in mindful meditation. And some of that reason is also to control my pain in my body and that kind of thing to get out of bed and all that. And then I look at my schedule through the day and it all depends on what I'm doing. So if I have to get up and get to an office or get there, I just get up, use the restroom, get ready. And then usually I'm heading out within an hour or two waking up. But beyond that, it's kind of just get up, get ready, sit at my computer, do work or get out and do what I need to away. Because I just every day is very different for me. I don't have a same weekly schedule. So like um, about the only thing I have each week is church. Beyond that, every other day changes. And so like I see my girlfriend on different days. And so depending on what days I see her depends on when I have to leave here because she lives um, two and a half hours away from me. Okay. And so like if we're like, okay, we're hanging out like this week will be we're hanging out Friday. And so Friday I'll get up around six or seven and then I'll be leaving by 730 to get there by about 10, 11, and depending if I need to get gas and other do other things with my car. But usually that's typically what I do is just all depends on the day. In other days, I'm doing consulting or doing deals. So like this morning I woke up and uh, had automatically was just right away texting back the client that I'm working with and getting stuff figured out for her. Sure. What about yourself? Yeah. So as I said earlier, I try to wake up at 6 a.m. And the first thing I do is to, uh, because I'm a training routine, I have a specific breakfast I try to eat. And also due to that, I also take um, vitamins and what is called creatine. 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 Yeah. Yeah. In the morning. So first off, I go up, get breakfast, get uh, get some, uh, get uh, get a hot shower and a cold one. So I start with the, the warm water. And after that, I mm-hmm. go with one minute of cold. And that yep. really like sparks the body. It really kickstarts the body, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully in the night before, I have like made a list of what to do in the morning. So, so like I don't have to think about what I need to do. I just have to work. I just have to execute, 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 execute. So I try to make it like a mind dump on the evening. So and also setting up what the first thing I have to do is. So let's say um, business strategy. If I have to work on that, I said okay, I have to work on my business strategy. Okay, what do I need to work on with it? How to I want to set up the parameters of how to do it beforehand. Mm-hmm. So when I wake up, I don't have to like think. I just have to do, 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 do. 
and that way you can get a lot like execute a, a lot of stuff and also yeah. the, the reason you also want to mind dump the night before is you clear your head so you have a better sleep so uh, and yes that's, and that's actually uh, one thing uh, um i learned from a person called Beatrice kulian or i think or maybe it was quick valentine i can't remember but one of those two people so i think that's a quite useful morning and night ritual yeah it's awesome and i see that in this you said um the connecting with others and avoiding mistakes uh you want to expand on that yeah sure, uh, sure. so just to clarify for our watchers we have shared a PDF, maybe not a PDF, but a Word doc, a doc. Uh, where we share what ideas we wanted to talk about on this podcast. And so one of the things I wrote was connecting with others and avoiding mismatches because a huge part of business is connections. Network is your net worth, as many people say. So whoever you know can help you do a lot of stuff. So, and that's also one of the reasons me and Stephen have met is because we want to network and we want to expand our business connections. And one thing I have learned and also heard from other people is the biggest thing to avoid when you're trying to connect with other people is mismatches. Like energy mismatches, bad joke (laughs) mismatches and stuff like that. So um, also because the reason we want to do that is because you want people to, first of all, like you so they want to spend time with you again. And one way to do that is making sure that you don't do anything that they don't like. So which are called mismatches. So yep. And it's difficult, but it requires training, but everything requires training nowadays. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just wanted to put that on because I think it's a really good way yeah, to what's, like, connect. What's an example of that for you? So um, in Friday, I was to an uh, event where me and some of my friends were the youngest people at the place. We were about 20, 22 years old, and the rest was probably about 50, 60 years old. So we pulled down the age uh, average by a lot. So uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things we joked a lot about with the different persons that came to us was how we, we like, the obvious thing was we were younger. <laughs> so keeping the conversation to that and joking a bit about it. So joking about it and making the obvious. So like, I think I've fired off the joke that we helped bring the average age down by like a lot. And I think I fired that off to like five to 10 people at the same one. But because like, if one thing works, you can just do it on, on the other one thing. Yeah, and if I wanted to make like a mismatch, I would probably, maybe I would like point out that I am younger and have not bring the age down, but more like making the difference between young and old, like the physical and uh, mental differences obvious. So just keeping like the gap as the joke, as like if they came and gave me a, a handshake, I would also <laughs> respond with a handshake. So like, yeah. and people could try to go for a hug, go for a hug. Like it's mm-hmm. always awkward if one person goes for a handshake and the other one, per- other person goes for a hawk. Like yep. that's a big mismatch, and people remember that. Maybe yeah. not the conscious, but the unconscious do, do definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so just the handshake and hawk is definitely a, a big mismatch. Yeah. So I guess example for myself is like with my business that I was a part of where we just had different goals in the long run. I was hired to do some certain things and eventually they, the owner who hired me for that would always like fight me on every decision that was made, even though he hired me to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. And so there's a huge mismatch there. And so eventually I just had to say, okay, I got to go. You can hire me back as consulting rates. But with that, it's just, I just don't agree with where we're going. And there's just some other things within the company. And so I realized that there's a personality and goal mismatch there. 
Because mismatch can be personality, it can be goal, it can be mindset, it can be even physical. Like if like if the person just has, I don't know, say it's super overly obese, I'm probably not going to work with that person because there's going to be just a deficit there in our mindsets that's subconscious, but they'll let a lot of more things, 90% of the time, they're going to let more stuff go than somebody who is more disciplined and even it doesn't have to be like a crossfit um, in shape but like just takes care of their body mm. yeah exactly also like one of the things about obesity and like a bad body so to speak okay so i guess how do you set your goals and what is how do you get into your mindset so i think You have to have a long-term goal. The reason why you have to do that is because you have to get your brain chemicals in order. And the only reason, way to do that is if you have a specific goal that you have outlined, like you can visualize it and you can see that is where I'm going. So let's say you have a year goal of getting to 5K, 50K a month. Personally, for me, I have I split up in weeks because I think that's way easier. So as I explained earlier, I'm doing a, a fitness plan right now where I have promised myself I've trained five times a week. So it, I don't look at the specific day and think, okay, I have to train every single day. No, the deal with myself is I have to train five times a week because it's very hard to like keep the same schedule day to day. It's way easier to like look on an, on the week, making sure that you get what you want to do on that whole week because it's very hard to... I've tried to be like, okay, I'm gonna run a mile or two or three each day and that's so tough, so tough. You can't do it because there's something called life and like there's a lot of things you need to do all the time and, and the, the day is spontaneous and chaotic. It changes. So you can look at it on, the, on a daily basis. So I look at it on it on a weekly basis. And back to the mindset, that is definitely one thing to of the mindset, but also looking at how you can always have a negative or a positive attitude toward things. And the great thing about that is you can actually choose yourself if you want to be positive or negative about it it's quite easy to be negative about it it's a bit more tough to be positive about it but the, the thing is you can do both you can choose both so some shit happens in life which are not always fun but there's no man's trash that aren't good for anyone a lot of situations you can turn upside down if you think it out and trying to do that yeah Absolutely. And just to expand on that, how I set goals is you always have to have a big picture of where you're going, the destination yeah. where you're going, and you have to set attainable, specific goals. You can't just yeah. go, eh, I want to run about five, 10-ish minutes, depending how I feel a day to eventually run a 5K or whatever. I guess I view there's three different types of goals. There's the destination goal. There's the life unattainable, like I want to end world hunger or world peace that's or make, that's make the world a better place yeah. where that's a, something where, yes, you can set specific goals for it, but it's something where it's like, okay, that's more of a lifetime, just work on it kind of as you're doing everything else. Yeah. You have your very specific weekly, daily goals. You have your month, year, five-year goals where you're like, okay, in five years, I want to have three businesses making $5 million a piece. And that's the destination where you want to go. And in order to do that today, I have to reach out to five people. I have to reach out to 10 people, whatever that is to get to that goal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also, I actually got a comment to that one. Um, it escapes me at the moment. So <laughs> let's just have on next. Yeah, I guess one more thing I want to add 
to that is also when you don't hit the goals, put something in place where it's like, okay, yes, the first time, like have a forgiveness, but have something that you go, okay, if I don't hit five times um, of training a week, I can't go out with my friends on Saturday night. Yeah, exactly. Like having the punishment in order before you do it. Yeah. Yeah. But also have a reward system if you hit all five of those a few weeks in a row. Yeah. So don't make anything like, oh, I didn't hit all five. Oh, no, I can't eat for the next day. No, make them healthy. Make it the variable like, okay, I did this. Here's a good small goal for me. Yeah. Yeah, and also back to the goals part is also defining what what the success criteria is because uh, you can also look at training five weeks doesn't produce a fit body if you don't eat the proper diet as well. So like you can have the five goals, five trainings a week, but don't get the body that you want. So uh, maybe the goal should be your body instead of just mm-hmm. working five times a week. Uh, yes. So also defining what success criteria you have. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Cool. So I guess what are some specific goals for you this week? So as I explained earlier, I got a new employee and I want to make sure that that is set up properly so that we can work together because I think he's really great. I think so far, I think it would be nice to have him on my team as well. So making sure that that is set up so that he can get to work. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the hiring the criteria is where you are but i know in like the us it's like okay you have to have your llc set up at the federal level at the state level you have to have your unemployment you have to have your disability you have to have your work work person's comp there's about 10 15 different just forms that you have to fill out before they can even fill out their what we call is their w4 their i9 before that before they can start their process we have to fill out a ton of stupid paperwork it cost me, I tried to hire on a sales rep, but eventually he just ghosted me after training. And luckily I didn't go through with his state stuff. But like even just to get to a place where I can hire somebody in my state, it cost me about $500 to do so. Oh, wow. And that's on the cheap end because I did a lot of it myself. But if you you don't know what you're doing, you have to hire other people out and it can be a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks to even set up your business to hire employees. Yeah. Cool. So uh, my specific goal for this week is to, with getting the payment, getting the process started with getting the website for them, getting their social media and making sure that my customer is very happy with everything I'm doing and learning their business in and out so that I can best help them in what they need in their marketing for that. And so my specific goal is to get them set up completely through, because I'm also setting up their emails, their social media and all of that, making sure that's all set up for agency to just take and run with the great products that they do. Mm. Oh, sounds good. You said that you want to make the customer happy. And I think that is really an important topic for both of us, because I think mm-hmm. we, we both realize that if we have a happy customer, they want to stay with us. And, and they'll recommend others. Yeah, exactly. And if like if we make them money, we also make money ourselves as marketers. And, uh, Absolutely. Think, so and that's also a, a really important topic for us, making sure that mm-hmm. the customer is happy. That is one of the, especially one of my success criteria. Absolutely. I also just noticed that on our, or on my end, I need to flip where your stuff and my stuff is because the Steven stuff is where your video is and the Alexander stuff is where my video is. Oh. So I should have fixed that before we did the recording, but I'll, we'll fix it next week. 
That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, we learned as we Anyway, that's just a funny thing that yeah, I just saw. We learned as we do it. So that's great. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So I guess we can start plugging our channels if you want. You can go first. Oh, sure. Uh, well, you can follow me on Instagram at the Birdhouse Agency. So you can follow me on Instagram. I try to post very often. So, yeah. Absolutely. My Instagram is Winning Capital. And also, please follow my Facebook as well. That is also just Winning Capital there. I haven't done too much with Facebook. I need to get a following there because I want to get more clients and clientele through Facebook. And this is also going to be up on, for me, YouTube. I'm just going to post podcasts on YouTube. Eventually, I'll get it on Spotify and all of the other podcasting services. But for now, it'll just be up on YouTube. Next week, I'll actually be live on my business YouTube. I'm actually on my gaming YouTube right now. So next week, that'll actually be there. Uh, I had to wait for 24 hours for to go live on the business, my business account YouTube, just because I forgot to do the authentication and stuff before this weekend, which was my bad. So yeah, well, that's uh, always a lot of stuff to do. So it's good that we know what we have to do. So yep, absolutely. So we work on both <laughs> our setups on throughout the week. Yeah, we both got our cameras this weekend because I had to reorder mine because I couldn't find mine. <laughs> but we actually had to I had to do a mic change on my end because he couldn't hear me. And so it's hopefully a- audio is okay. If not, we'll adjust that next week. <laughs> yeah, it's been a great talk, and thanks for having me. Yep, so- no problem. Great. Thank you guys for joining us and thank you. See you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Birdhouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, follow me on my Instagram at the Birdhouse Agency and share it to your friends and family or rate it on Apple Podcast or Anger. My name is Alexander Gulea and I will see you at the next episode. Mm-hmm.